0: Hey, it's Dan, welcome back. This is I Allegedly. And I've got a good one for you today because uh, we finally found the canary in the coal mine. And uh, we're gonna cover that today. It's absolutely beautiful day out here, but uh, man, oh man, canary in the coal mine, guys. Please don't forget to hit the like button. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. And uh, don't forget to join our email list, which is below. Take a look at that. Now, guys, first things first, homeowner's insurance is going to be the canary in the coal mine that's going to destroy real estate. And I'm gonna give you guys a few perfect examples of this. And uh, first thing, people are finding out that their policies that were once three, $4,000 a year have doubled and tripled in price. I've had people send me insurance bills for eight and $12,000 a year right now for the same house. They haven't had a claim. It's just sign of the times. Now, the insurance company is starting to not write policies because of climate change. They're blaming bad weather. They're blaming uh, infrastructure, hillsides, you know, hurricanes, earthquake zones, all this stuff on why they can't issue a homeowner's policy. Okay, enjoy, enjoy. Um this is going to be one of the things that will absolutely kill real estate. And I'm gonna give you a perfect example. Remember I talked about how I looked at some houses over the weekend? Well, I got, you know, up early this morning, you know, I'm gonna call my insurance, man. Just curious as to what they said, because got a little fact sheet on the house of what they said. Hey, how much is the homeowners insurance? Uh, 6,000 a year, okay. Probably gonna go up a little bit though. Oh, okay. So guys, that's 500 bucks a month, okay? For for what they were estimating. Now, here's the thing. Both, you know, houses said we're probably looking at uh, about ten thousand a year, which I would think would be a little higher, because that's just how I estimate things. It's not like, oh, they said ten, I'm going to get it for six again. No, okay. My insurance man. Now, now again, these houses, I'm not going to give you the address or anything like that because uh, it's an area that I really wanna live in, okay, first of all. But one side of the hill has a view. The other side of the hill has got like the mountain side to it, okay, let's put it that way. And the side with the view, they said, we should be able to write that. We're probably looking at like 18,000 a year for the first year at least. Now, again, did, did you buy this house Dan? You already bought this house? No. I did not buy it. I just want to get an idea of what I'm looking at. Please play this game with me. Okay. So guys, that's 1500 bucks a month for air. That's, that's nothing. You know what I mean? That's your insurance. That doesn't get me anything. It doesn't get me a big screen TV. It doesn't get me, you know, anything. It just gets insurance, guys. And one thing I've learned about things like insurance is once they go up, they rarely go down. Now, during COVID, we had situations where people didn't drive and you had premiums that were refunded for people. We saw that during that time. Those days are long gone, my friend. Those days are done. So the other house on the other side of the hill, ah uh, damn, we can't write it. Too much vegetation, too much grass. Uh, you're never going to get that approved. Really? Yeah. No. Oh, come on. If you could write it, what would it be? 20, 20 a year, 20,000 a year for your homeowner's insurance, guys. That is insane, guys. This is where we're at right now. This is how upside down this is. But when was the last time you heard a real estate agent talk about this? How about how about never, never ever? Uh, don't mention that, shh, be quiet. Now, the houses I looked at, they had everything broken down. You know, your taxes, your payment, if you put this much down, if you put this much down, things like that for people. And then that's also, remember both of these houses, they told me, hey, listen, get it for a lot less, okay? A lot less, don't worry about it. So with that being said, you're going to see this more and more and more. Now, Travelers Insurance, they issued a great story below for you guys that says, hey, listen, if, you're looking for a house, please understand, we have supply chain issues. Construction costs have gone through the roof. People are not working right now like they used to work. And we have many unfulfilled jobs which which delay getting homeowner's claims completed. Huh? What are you talking about? What, what, What planet is this? Is this Maui? Is this where everything burnt down? I understand that, guys. That's horrible, okay? But to sit there and act like this is the way it is, Everywhere is lunacy. It's lunacy. But if you don't think that homeowners insurance is going to be one of the things that's going to kill real estate, you're kidding yourself. You're absolutely kidding yourself because what we're seeing is an absolute shift in the industry. Now, you have area, you have California, it's got earthquakes, okay? It's not a matter of if we're gonna have an earthquake, it's when we're gonna have an earthquake. And that's a thing to think about. Now again the the storm that we had last week the hurricane you know betsy whatever her name was anyways she was not that strong but there was an earthquake and they attributed the storm to the earthquake which is completely unrelated today's very hot this morning so i have people that say "Hey, it's earthquake weather it's glue sniffing weather too which is insane okay This will kill real estate. This is the end of real estate, okay? You're going to not be able to get policies. You're going to have people. Now, understand this. If you have a mortgage, you have to have homeowners insurance on that house. Or they will foreclose on you. One of the largest sectors that's being foreclosed on right now are people that don't have insurance. Okay? So, these poor people in Maui, okay? You could see foreclosures where they could lose their properties because they don't have insurance anymore. Okay? Oh damn, that's insane. You don't know what you're talking about. It's nuts. No, I was at a house with Doug when we shot our foreclosure class and the people owed $9,000 on the house, $9,000. The house, what the house needed a lot of work. If we pushed it over, it would have fallen over. If We would have leaned against it. Anyways. Nine grand was owed on the house. They didn't have homeowner's insurance on the house. So they were getting foreclosed on. That's simple, guys. You're gonna see more and more of this. What's gonna happen when you can't get insurance? Wouldn't that be a fitting way to take people's homes? Right now, can't get insurance. So share your thoughts on this stuff, guys, and let me know if you think this is crazy. But I don't wanna spend $1,500 a month on anything. I want to spend $1,500 a month on taxes. And that's the other thing is that people just sit there and people act like it's gonna go down again, Dan. It's not always gonna be up. Tell me when it's gone down, seriously. Tell me when it's gone down. You saved 50 bucks, you saved a couple hundred. It's not gonna go down. So the insurance industry is going to face a major obstacle right now. And that is that they're going to have people that are not gonna be able to afford their product if they will even write your product because there are areas. And like I said, my insurance man said, He couldn't ride it on that one house. So I'm like, what are they going to do? Well, what are they going to do to sell it right now? Because I'm not just the only smart guy out there. Everybody's going to ask that question. You'd think most people would ask that question. Can I get insurance on this house? You're a fool if you don't ask questions like that, by the way. So let me know, guys. Let me know. There's so much more to talk about right now and that the economists right now are getting together and they have a mythical number of 2% that inflation should be at. Now, they're trying to change the goalpost. They're trying to change the line in the sand that is inflation. That's because nobody can hit 2%, guys, because they've printed so much money to oblivion that that's not realistic. So what's the realistic number? Let's think about it. How about you guys just fix it and make it so that it's not out of control. I'm sure the people in the UK that are paying 18.4% for food would wanna sit there and say, huh, yeah, uh, I'd like it lowered. Here's the other thing is all the businesses, all the pubs, all the mom and pop stores, all the little hotels, everything that went out of business in the UK over the last year because of energy prices, I'm sure that they wish the energy prices were lower too. And guess what? Winter's coming again, guys. Just, it's just right around the corner. Everything's right around the corner. That's what people don't want to look at, but you know, they're going to come up with a new mythical line. It's like, shut up. You know, you people don't do anything. The economists, I've told you guys this. They don't sit there and predict anything. They just sit there and react to it. Oh yeah, that happened because of this. Well, shut up. Tell me what's going to happen next, you know? Be the mind reader, be the soothsayer, be the gypsy, be the, you know, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Okay, come on, what's gonna happen? We would welcome that, wouldn't you guys? Okay? This whole thing with crime has gotten out of control. Brandon Johnson is the mayor of Chicago that you fools voted for, and I don't care you know, what your politics are. Politics aside, do you, do they not want safe streets in Chicago? Is that a no? Do you not want your kids to be educated? Is that a no? Okay. Well, that's what you voted for. That's what you voted for. You voted for crime and no education and everything being backed up. So with that, you know, Brandon Johnson decided that he's going to sue uh, Kia and Hyundai. Uh, that they're not safe cars. He's going to sue them because they keep getting stolen too much. How about prosecuting crime in Chicago? How about that? How about criminals go to jail in Chicago? How about that? Is that an idea? Okay. You know, no, I'm never going to run from mayor of Chicago. So you guys don't have to worry about that. But again, this is what's wrong with this world is that everything's upside down like this. Then you go to San Francisco and San Francisco just closed Nordstrom's after 35 years. Why? Because of crime. 35 years, guys. 35 years. Uh the last day was on Sunday and it's done. It's done. Five floors, almost 350,000 square feet of retail uh square footage, 340 to be exact. But anyways, guys, crazy, okay? It's just a matter of time until they're all out of San Francisco we've all seen the videos about how that place is a ghost town and completely upside down it is a mess guys it is nothing short of a mess right now but Nordstrom's is down for the count in San Francisco all right all right what's next guys what's next so let me know guys because it's just a matter of time but let's do the car companies because they don't have any locking devices and it just it's just a you know it's a uh, you know just a, an invitation to steal the cars how about Convicting criminals that steal cars—how about that one? We had a Macy's over the weekend that got hit again and got cleaned out, and completely—you know—hundreds uh, this time came in and uh, cleaned out the store. So just a matter of time, guys, until it comes to a city near you. And these these kids, these twenty-somethings, whatever they are, they get together online. They have. Meetups and they everybody shows up at the same time. It's not a gang that's doing this. It's individuals that get together and do this at the same time. So it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. What's the answer for that? Oh, okay. Again, they will do this one day with the wrong person in there. I'm telling you that right now. I have trained with these people. I have uh, learned a lot from these people over the years. And you guys know this, okay? We've talked about this. Uh, they're gonna do it with the wrong person there, sooner or later, okay? So let me know what you think about that, share your thoughts on this stuff so far. But uh, what do you think inflation should be at, guys? What do you think? Should we change it to be comfortable at 3%? Yeah, right, okay? The idea of unemployment right now, unemployment's a joke right now. And for you to sit there and talk about how, hey, there are over right now, one million construction jobs out there that are high paying, that pay over $100,000 a year that are not being filled. I'm telling you guys, don't go to college. Don't, don't spend the money. Go learn the trades, guys. Go learn the trades, become a plumber. Learn to hammer a nail, learn to frame houses, learn to pull wire. Telling you, you wanna be an electrician? Make a ton of money doing that. So, but again, these people that do that stuff, um, you know, it's hard working. All this construction right now that's out there, People are behind right now getting this stuff done. And they're talking about how there's a million jobs. Then you go and you look at the Tyson plant that closed and uh, it closed in a town of 2100. And uh, people were upset because people moved to these towns to go work there. There's a family that moved uh, to Oklahoma to work at a Tyson plant. And uh, the dad, the son worked there, the daughter who's about to graduate high school, she was gonna go work at the Tyson plant too. Not anymore because it's closed and they don't know what they're going to do. But when you have a town of 2,100 people, then they had a job fair. 1,500 people showed up and the nearest job was 60 miles away. Only one company showed up for the job fair. So once again, guys, there's just no work out there, right? Okay. It's kind of weird that all this is happening at the same time. So share your thoughts on this stuff, guys. Let me know what you think about this. I love articles like this, where the CEO of Wells Fargo says, hey, we're still rebuilding trust right now In uh, ever since 2016 when we had that problem with opening accounts uh, for people that they didn't ask for. How about last week when you got fined another $37 million? Oh, yeah. Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo's a joke. Wells Fargo, I'm telling you guys right now. The banks are not our friends. We're going to see more and more bank failures between now and Halloween. Okay. That's the, that's my drop dead date is Halloween. You're going to see a ton of stuff go down right now. What's the third largest automaker based on worth? Okay. It's a company called Vinfast, which I, you know, rarely heard of. Okay. I thought it was a joke. Anyways, Vinfast is a Vietnamese auto company and they're the third largest. Uh, uh, based on their uh, w- net worth of the stock. Now, the stock has shot up and down and gone all over the place over the last week, but they're talking about all these promising details of VinFast and how VinFast is going to revolutionize the EV market. Now, here's what I love. There's a YouTuber named Stavros, which I've never followed, but I found a great article that, and one that was sent to me by somebody else where this guy went and basically tried every EV car out there. And, uh, you know, he drove them, did the benefits, did the uh, disadvantages to it, and found out that the problem with this is that the uh, cars take forever to charge. They lie about the, all of them, lie about how far they're going to go. The uh, charging stations always have lines. Uh, They're incredibly expensive to charge an EV car, and uh, nobody wants to look at that. So Stavros is sitting there saying, why would anybody do this? I'm never going to drive one of these cars. And if you want to go on a trip anywhere, you better plan an extra days days to make it worthwhile because you're going to be sitting in the car for extended periods of time charging your car. Well, that sounds like fun, doesn't it? And again, you're going to see these places get robbed. It's going to happen because you've got pretentious people in their Prius backed in. Why do you guys back in everywhere? Can I give you an answer to that? Can you answer that? Is, why does every Prius driver think they need to back in? I, I just need to know that. Is it part of the, when you get the auto's man, the owner's manual, do they tell you to do that? It's, tell me. You know, we want everybody wants to know. Inquiring minds want to know. So, George Kube, he's the new alcohol czar under the Biden administration. Think about all this. How about the homeless czar? Who's that? Who's the homeless czar? Who's the veteran administration czar that's taking care of veterans in America? How about that? Okay? We have an alcohol czar because you're drinking too much. Now, I don't know about you guys, but, you know, I'm in my 50s. I work. I was up last night till past 2 o'clock in the morning, working, working, and uh, I-, I wish I could drink. You know that? I don't. I can't. Okay? Who can drink right now? But what uh, uh, the alcohol czar is recommending, the same thing as Canada, because we're so in tune with Canada, with Justin Trudeau, who's an imbecile. Anyways. Okay, I'm not going to Canada anytime soon. Anyways. um, Two drinks a week, guys. That's all you're allowed. We're going to make this recommendation. We want it to stick. Two drinks a week. Huh? What is wrong with you people? You can go buy weed on the street corner right now here in California and smoke it and people do it in their car all the time because they're degenerates but seriously but hey listen (laughs) i need to limit your alcohol consumption during the week and uh for the betterment of society we want you to only have two drinks a week okay so you first you guys do that again 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 Do you believe this seriously seriously how come people that drink excessively have problems have you noticed that huh yeah Okay, but hey, listen, you don't have any problems. Everything's great. Your job's doing good. Everything's good. Everything's good. You don't have money problems. You don't owe anybody any money. Got it all going on. And and Mr. Coob, which I thought it was Coop. Then I thought it was Goob, but it's Coob. Anyways, Mr. Coob is the alcohol czar. Is going to recommend that you have two drinks a week. Why is this news? Seriously, how about just say no? Remember that? Let's bring back Nancy Reagan. Let's bring back some of those posters because that made more sense. You know, I don't, I don't get any of this stuff. I don't get it. I really don't. People write me and they talk about Maui. Where's the money going for Maui, guys? Seriously. The money you donated to the Red Cross and the, to those other organizations, is it getting to the people? Is the food getting to the people? Is the water getting to the people? Is it? Is it really? It's sad, guys. It's tragic to think about because I'm worried about this. I'm worried about people need help. I could be walking through this park right now, and there could be an earthquake that could take out thousands of houses right now. Okay. That could happen day or night. It could happen. But the point is, is that you hope people are prepared for something like that. Nobody can prepare for Maui for a fire like that. That just takes out, you know, that classic city. And I've been there before I was in uh, Lahaina in 1985. A friend of mine who I went to high school with, who let, you know, followed a boyfriend there, uh, you know, after high school graduation, and uh, she and I connected there. It was great. But uh, anyways, beautiful city, beautiful town, destroyed, leveled, matchsticks, guys. It's it's terrible, absolutely terrible. But what's being done about that? Let me know, okay? One thing that we've seen a lot of is the major cities like San Francisco, like New York, have problems with occupancy of desks and people going back to work. The next one is Philadelphia. Philadelphia just did a study to see how many people are going back to work in downtown Philadelphia. And there's a Castle Systems with a K. They did a report on how Difficult it is to get people into their chairs again. Nobody wants to work inside the offices again. Now, think about this pre pandemic levels, Philadelphia is less than 40% off of those levels right now. Less than 40%. Okay? So, you know, it's a huge amount of people that are not going back to work. 60% of the people are not going back to work. I hope I made that clear. This is nuts, guys, right now. Nobody wants to work in an office. Nobody wants to work and take their life into their own hands going downtown in New York, in San Francisco, in Chicago, and Philadelphia, for that matter. Why? Why would you do that? Why would you want to work there? And here's the other thing is that you're seeing a lot of people that moved, and they're, you know, an hour and 10 minutes from the office now because they bought a house outside the city. No. Mm Got to come to the office now. So, you know, Mr. Wonderful did another interview where he's talking about, hey, I don't care where you live. You're coming to the office. You decided to move uh, two hours away. That's on you. That's not on me. You're coming to the office again. Okay. The next thing is gas has gone up 60 cents a gallon across the country since the first of the year. Huh. Is that bad? Is that a lot? It's affected you guys? Yeah. It's horrible for all of us guys. And they say it's only going to go up from there. But inflation... They've got a control of it now. There's the other thing is that uh, Tom Lee is an economist. Tom Lee steps forward and says, "Hey, uh, we finally have uh, control of inflation, and we don't have to worry about it because we've got it down to uh, the two percent, uh, uh, you know, mark that they wanted, and it'll stay there in 2024." Who is this idiot? Seriously, read the story. The story is below on this stuff. I don't just make this up and make up a guy's name. So. Anyways, this imbecile said that inflation is going to be at 2% in uh, the beginning of 2024. Who who hired him? Who is paying this guy to say that? Now, gas is 60% off. I'm kind of fired up today. You notice that? You know, one thing, I have a brother who is all about saving the dollar. And he's like, you know, you're a fool if you don't go to Costco and buy your gas. You're just wasting money and throwing it down the drain. So I took him up on this. And on last Thursday, I went... And waited in that Costco line. Okay, from me getting behind the first car to when I left was 43 minutes. Okay, I might as well have owned an EV car. And gas, I paid uh, for premium gas because I have to have it for the car. Uh, I paid four dollars and ninety nine cents. I was like, okay, that's pretty cheap, I guess. Uh, it was kind of maddening because as I pulled out of the next gas station, it was five dollars and three cents and there was one car there. So I could have paid $0.04 cents more and been out of there 42 minutes you know, less. So again, guys, what's your time worth? What's, your, what's, your, what's everything worth to you? What's your quality of life worth? Not much if you're going to buy an EV car. Not much if you want to wait in line at Costco. I don't get it. Now I don't get the, the fascination with this because if you do a little research and you look online, you can see what things are. And I just felt stupid for doing that. So let me know. You know, if you guys buy gas at Costco, if there's a place you like, there's, there's discount places that keep opening up Barry Brothers here in Southern California. And, uh, man, oh man, they're trying to do 50, 60 cents a gallon cheaper than everybody else for the first few weeks. And, and it works. And then, uh, then it dies off. But, you know, let me know. Wow. Is it hot today? You know, heat wave this week, rain last week. It's just been crazy. Dr. Marvin is truly one of my all-stars, sends me stories, and this uh, latest is fantastic. When he was a kid, his parents bought an apartment in New York City. Their friends told them, hey, listen, uh, this rent control thing, it's going to end soon. That was in 1963. It's going to end real soon. Don't worry about it. Well, the problem with it is that it didn't end. And think about this, 60 years later, guys, 60, they're still talking about rent control in New York. Now, Dr. Marvin's parents sold their building in 1970 and still had people that lived in it because of the rent control, never moved out. People just don't move with these rent control situations because you can't raise the rent until somebody new comes in. So with that, that's what... uh uh, he was experiencing. But there could be a Supreme Court case that could definitely define rent control in New York City. And the article out of the New York Post says, hey, this will be a great thing for the landlords. It'll be a great thing for the tenants. How? How? How is it going to be good for the tenants? Seriously? Well, oh, they'll get better service. They'll get better quality because they'll get fair market value. These, some of these people are 25, 30, and 40% under market for their rentals because of rent control. That is crazy. So this will be interesting. It'll be something that we'll keep an eye on. And if you hear any more stories about this, let me know. And the geese are together, hanging out. Final story was sent to me by Montgomery. And one thing I get a kick out of when I travel is looking at all the lawyer ads. Vegas, oh my gosh, that is the personal injury capital of the world. There are so many personal injury attorneys In Vegas, have you been yelled at? your boss mean to you? You got money coming, okay? I mean, it is crazy how many personal injury attorneys are there. But one thing that they do now is they're using automated phone dialing. And Montgomery said, wait a second, this is a scam. And it's, you get a phone call and it's like, hey, press number one if you haven't been compensated for your accident in the last two years. Well, people are like, What accident? So either you press the button or you don't. So either people do that and then they're put to a phone bank and people start answering questions and things like that because it's a great way to generate leads. And that again, another scam that these people are sending us to. So be leery of this stuff. But Montgomery said, wow, this is worse, Dan, than the, uh, you know, uh, your uh, car insurance, your, you know, do you need a extended warranty? Says it's worse than those scams and that they're getting so many calls, but just they'll continue guys. So it's very hot out here this morning. Please don't forget to like the video, subscribe to the channel. Don't forget the canary in the coal mine. It's gonna be homeowners insurance for your house. And again, if you know anybody that's in the process of buying a home right now, do not listen to the agent. If you have a child, niece, nephew, friend, your enemy, call them and say, hey, listen, how much is your homeowner's insurance going to be on that property? Find out now before you close escrow, because people are going to be in deep, deep trouble when this goes down, because they're going to have to get this to close escrow. Oh my gosh, I had no idea it was going to be $18,000 a year. You need to know this before it's too late. Okay, I'll see you guys real soon. Please like, subscribe, and share this video today.